y'all. You are listening to Three of Cups with Katie, Mayer, and Katie. Each week, these three best friend witches will collaborate together through combined card pulls to pour their cups into yours. Stay tuned as we share readings for the collective as well as personal readings with our listeners. Grab an empty cup and get ready for it to be filled with love. Welcome back to Three of Cups. I'm Katie M. I'm Mare. And I'm Katie G. Bing bong! (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. (laughs) Oh, God. Listeners, thank you for still being here after that. Um, So I just, I really do love how much more these these episodes are changing with our personalities. It's just like going, really going from zero to a hundred with these intros. Um... So today on the Three of Cups podcast reading, we had our friend Emily. <laughs> Emily joined the pod and uh, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> I just I just literally short circuited. <laughs> Katie had a glitch. <laughs> Wait, Mary, for a second I thought that was one of your red candles that we were about to drink. Take a drink out of. <laughs> My brain just short-circuited, too. Um, so, we had we had our friend Emily on the pod today. Um, Emily is one of our OG, got a reading from the Three of Cups girlies before the cups had even been filled, filled. and set out. <laughs> um, it was a really... We kind of we had this vibe before we recorded of tough love possibly coming through and um, releasing some blockages, um, really getting into the nitty gritty of things and what it means to know that there is work to be done and then do it. And then if we don't get the results that we want right away, do we stop or do we say, but I did the thing? <laughs> So um, it's just, it's a, it's a pretty general reading. Um, it's a really great conversation too with Emily, just, you know, on, on the realization she has around it and what it all means for her. So um, yeah, just a, just a good, good listen again, good, good little nudge of tough love. If you are in need of that and a little push to, to do that work that we are never going to stop having to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap. Bing bong. Uh, (laughs) We hope you enjoy. Enjoy. Bing bong. (laughs) I can't. Okay. Welcome back. We are here with our guest, Emily. Emily is another wonderful friend of the podcast and has gotten read by us before. Emily was one of our <laughs> first readings many months ago that helped helped our cups become become three. Um, welcome, Emily. <laughs> Hi. It is an honor to have this background and feel like I'm part of this creation, this beautiful oh my creation God. you have. Oh, you are. You are, of True. course. Mm-hmm. Um, so Emily, so what are we going to be reading for you today? What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Um, just a a general reading life, you know, 
all the things, whatever comes up. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll do our signature spread for Emily. We will get a feel for what the energy is, what situation we are going to be revolving around and we will go from there. I will, I'll just go ahead and say the the three of us have been feeling hot and bothered um, the past couple hours for this so hot and bothered yes I had I was like wearing a sweatshirt and I had I literally had to go change because I was like I'm very I'm warm I'm feeling very hot right now too so I'm glad that it's all of us yeah (laughs) yes yeah there's some there's been some strong energy this morning already Mm -hmm. Um, well KDG I you've done readings for me before and my mom has come through for you mm -hmm. before and I've told you, she loved to talk. And if you mm-hmm. give her the opportunity, she will talk. So I'm not going to be surprised if she comes knocking on the door today, too. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> Katie's like, I'll be waiting. <laughs> I'll be knocking all day. So she's like, actually, I just went and unlocked it. <laughs> so I haven't felt her yet. Not to say that she won't come through. But. And I don't know, we we could cut these names out, Emily, if you don't want them in there. But Lilith and Freya and Hades okay. are all here today. So okay. it's a very, like, strong, dark, feminine energy. Okay. Very shadowy. Um, the deck that I got called to is an animal deck. And I'm almost feeling like... Maybe there's some animal guide energy that's looking to come through. So gonna be okay. very it's a very like interesting, but like I don't know, I love this energy. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Emily, lucky for you, I'm starting off this reading today. Um, so I am going to assess, we're gonna figure out your current energy and the energy of the situation. Um, and then we will go from there. So, um, are you okay if we just take a moment, all four of us, just breathe in, breathe out, and let go, let God? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. So, this handsome white rabbits jumping around, I feel like. So... The hair. Yeah. <laughs> the hair is associated with the hair. Okay, yeah. I'm like, um, yeah. Yeah, also there's a lot of like, animal energy. Very green, foresty. Yes. Um, so, okay, we got, let's see. Hmm, okay. All right, well, we're just going to go ahead and get into it. I had no idea. I really had no idea what cards were going to come out, honestly. <laughs> um, so, just immediately started to have flyers. But so we have for your current energy, um, it's so funny because I pulled this card in a different context in our last reading, but we have the Knight of Wands in reverse. Um, And then, sorry, I feel like like I'm acting like disappointed. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm not disappointed. I'm just kind of like... It's not that I wasn't expecting these cards because, like, now I'm seeing them and I'm like, I, yes, this makes sense. I get it. But, um, yeah, it's just so funny once you start realizing stuff. Anyways, it's such a cliffhanger. <laughs> I feel like I'm the cliffhanger girly. 
Yeah, it's I mean, not it's- even that. So Ace of Cups is your next um, card for okay. the energy of the situation, which I do love that. I really do love that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my... <laughs> I'm like, I need water. And you guys can't see this, but Mary is clutching her giant black tourmaline, and she looks slightly terrified. So, so Knight of Wands. Um, Knight of Wands is a, he's like uh, very fiery, very charge ahead, go, let's do this shit. But he's in reverse right now. So um, there's, yeah, there's some, we've got some blocks we're going to need to bust through. It seems, it seems like we've got some sparks we're going to need to ignite. Um, I'm like, if you, this card upright, he, like this horse looks like, it's so funny all the knights their horses are kind of doing different stuff i feel like the knight of wands is like kind of holding his horse back and like the glare isn't helping but it's almost like i'm kind of picturing like at the edge of this card there is a wall and it's like he's going too fast and like kind of like already bracing himself to like be pushed into this blockage and i feel like with this in reverse like that's it's like it's like you're kind of assuming I feel like I feel like there's like this assumption that you can't move forward with something or or this just like either an assumption that you can't move forward or um just something that is stopping you from getting to something else um to something really big so yeah I'm just definitely a, a blockage like frustration But again, I I keep like just hearing this idea of like this assumption that there is going to be a block Um, or does that make sense? What I'm trying to (laughs) (laughs) say, I like was the nine of I was the nine of wands with with this description. I feel like I was like, charge ahead. And then I'm like, am I even saying anything at all? I Um, thought what you were putting down. Yeah, but but and I think the reason I can say all of this like confidently and it like it sounds kind of negative, but also I don't think it is because we've got the energy of the situation, which is upright ace of cups, Um, upright ace of cups. Ace cards are always so lovely because they're the beginning of something new um, and there is like limitless potential. You have a cup that is overflowing in here. You've got a white dove diving down into it. Um, it's overflowing into a, like a even, you know, bigger, vast pool of water, which that pool of water, you know, can represent you and, and all of this vastness that you already have that is available to you should you choose to push up against that block. Um, so I think, I think there's a lot of like, these are very conflicting energies. Um, so I'm I'm not really I'm I'm kind of like not surprised by this, but I feel like we're gonna get you. Um, we we're gonna have to be talking today about like Katie was kind of saying earlier, like some shadowy things and and pushing past, um, opening yourself up to some emotions that maybe are blocked off slash you're not ready, willing, wanting to open up to. Um, 
but um, this is very this is a very exciting card for me to see after like right after this. Um, I think that this is like oh we're gonna we're gonna get rid of that once this reading is done. This will this will be no more. Okay. <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> I'm like I feel like it it resonates, but I'm not able to put like put my finger exactly on like okay yes it is xyz uh-huh. so i'm we'll get there i'm interested to see where the rest of this goes <laughs> i th- i think that's mm-hmm. kind of the point though right like mm-hmm. you know like you We're don't dive in <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's some interesting energy i know like i feel like there's like an inside joke happening above me right now you know, that I'm like, I'm like partially in on, but I'm also not like, I'm very much eavesdropping on this inside conversation, this inside joke that's happening. No, I'm feeling very, I'm feeling like very strange energy, me clutching my, my metaphorical pearls right now. I'm like, (laughs) quite literally the opposite of a pearl. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's see if I can pull anything <laughs> anything out. <laughs> if I can pull anything. <laughs> I mind if I can pull anything out. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to be pulling. The third card is in what way is your cup needing to be filled? And then the fourth is what can be released to make room for what you need. So... Which deck are you using? I am using the Tarot Mucha. Mucha? Mucha. Tarot Mucha. Okay. (laughs) Katie, stop. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) You. (laughs) All right. I did have a seltzer, so. Uh, Hard? Burping. No. No, just a bubbly one that is causing burping. <laughs> okay. No. Is it Jay? It is Jay. I, I okay, got to tell Emily been, what you told us. I've been, yeah. like, needing... Come here. I've been needing to tell you this, Emily. I'm going to cry. I think I'm going to, like, immediately start crying. crying. I think, look, <laughs> it's Emily. Look, it's Emily. Oh, my God. Um, oh. Ow. Are you okay? I'm kind of in the middle of something. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jay is always in the home when I do these readings, <laughs> the podcast. He, no, no, no. He would not stop coming in here when I was setting up. And it was the strangest thing because it was almost like he didn't know why he kept coming in here and just lingering. And I'm like, I'm getting ready for this. Like, can you leave? Get out, please. (laughs) But he literally was like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, why are you in here? And he's like, I don't know. And it was just like, there's very strange energy happening as I'm I'm getting up to shut my door. No, there was like the weirdest energy going on. And he was just lingering. And I was like, wow, how funny that this is like the one time that he's ever done this. And it's for your reading. Like, he didn't know that. Yeah. My sweet little J-man. 
Jay is um tapped in <laughs> to this energy going on. Maybe you need to give him some cards and let him pull a card for Emily. <laughs> he would too. He but would. yeah, so Jay and Emily have a very special, special, special Spec- connection. Um, yeah, they just they love each other. They he literally he said that Emily is his woman. That's yeah. his woman. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. In what ways your cup needing to be filled? Jay. <laughs> Jay just walks in with a glass of water. No, literally. <laughs> All right. Did that? Come on now. Why is this always happening to me? <laughs> oh, God. All right. I pulled that one. What can be released to make room for what you need? Okay, this is interesting. This is a little strange. Why do I keep pulling this? I've got the tower. <laughs> oh my! Oh my Jesus. God! I guess. Oh my God! Why is this like my energy? <laughs> In what way is your cup needing to be filled? No, checks out. Checks out. The let horse, go, let go. The horse is running into let the tower. Go. The horse is trying to. The horse is trying to push this fucking tower over. He's got his wand on fire, ready to set it. This is let. This is let like go, your tough love. This is your tough love yeah. that. You gotta let it. You gotta let it all fall down. You gotta let it all come out. Whatever that is, it needs to get out of you. Like you need to let it out. Whatever that is for you, okay. you need to let it out. You need to let it, let it crumble. Let go. Let God. That's the only way your cup is going to be filled is if you work through the chaos. You know, um, I feel like that's gonna something deeper from this is gonna come and i'm feeling from kdg i feel like she's <laughs> i can like see an air bubble in your chest very <laughs> indigestion in my- right now <laughs> no, I'm, I'm unwell i'm unwell <laughs> i'm unwell um and then the card for what can be released to make room for what you need. I got six of pentacles and I'm going to need to look at this for a minute, but right off the bat, the, there's like a man on it. He has, <laughs> okay, here's your justice card coming through because this man is literally holding a, a balance he, or the scale. He's got the scale. He's literally throwing coins to a crowd of people. Like they're wanting that, um, that abundant life this man who has what they need like he's out here throwing it to them this is giving what can you release um it's it's like i'm trying to find the word do you know katie what are you saying like uh, trust that the universe is going to give it back to you once once you throw it out you're going to get it back six yeah pinnacles stars is always the give and receive card for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um Jeez, um, like give, give the ashes of your tower, and you will have a brand new mansion built back up. Yeah, this oh, is giving that justice. Yeah, t-shirt. this is giving that justice card. Like you will get that justice once you recognize what needs to be let go in order to get there. Like, what is that block from Katie's first card? What is the block that? you have going on that you need to just like let the barrier fall 
and be able to accept, yeah, accept the good that's happening in your life right now and know that it's coming. It's coming, but you got to let the walls fall. Okay. Interesting. I'm like processing as you're saying it and trying to- It's almost cryptic. This is a kind of cryptic. Yeah. Um, I have thoughts not. about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> because I'm, I was thinking that, that like, I'm thinking, fuck, this is really cryptic. And you don't need cryptic. Like I, you need, yeah. you need facts right now. You need yeah. facts. No, I don't agree. You, oh, I, don't agree. I think she. I think <laughs> she needs the cryptic because she has, she has to, to find the facts the, herself. Yeah, yes, that's what that's I meant. What I meant. That, no, I don't like you. So, so we were. Um, we've been we've been talking about this the three of us this week. Just as far as like, uh, we're kind of loose, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll it'll come it'll come to me what i'm trying to say but i want to i want to hear katie i know katie yeah no i was just like this is a very this you asked for general and spirit said okay i'll give you general Uh because Uh you have to you have to figure it out yeah you have to figure like there's this like so i'm getting two things one emotional purge Mm -hmm. is the tower Mm -hmm. And that Ace of Cups. So, like, when I saw the Ace of Cups, I almost, that Ace of Cups picture, it almost reminds me of, like, one, it almost looks like a fountain, Mm -hmm. but the kind that is just, like, recycling, Yes, you know, the water. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just going to keep, keep flowing. So, it's, like, not a one, this is not a one-time thing, Mm -hmm. is, like, what I'm getting at, of, like, this emotional release emotional purge that needs to happen it's not like a okay i did it Mm -hmm. i'm done now it's like a this is this is the work this is what we keep doing so you do it and then it's going to come back around and you do it again and i think with the six of pentacles what you need to release is that feeling of the well i did that Mm. so now what am i getting and it's releasing that like I did this, so this should happen. Or I did this, and this is going to happen. And it's just accepting the fact that we're constantly on this loop of... It's just not as binary, I think, which is like the Six of Pentacles, the, the binary giving and receiving. So I think it's much more of like a... It's okay to go deeper and feel like you're doing more work and you're not receiving anything right now because that it'll eventually come. Like in the end everything is going to even out, but I'm just feeling of this like look at it on a larger scale rather than this tiny binary one for one. Okay. I'm kind of feeling like as you were saying that what was coming to me was like it's not a cause and effect, but it's a cycle. Like it's just mm-hmm. going it's going to keep going around and around. It's not just an A plus B equals C and then the mm-hmm. equation's over. It's that this is like the cycle of life and it's just going to keep happening. <laughs> so just mm-hmm. stick with it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to say that any of your efforts that you're not going to reap the benefit of your efforts, but it's that it's okay to keep doing the efforts and not see the benefits happening right now. Mm-hmm eventually it's all going to even out Mm -hmm. I was but it's just seeing it from that longer perspective 
rather than the right here and now. Mm-hmm. That's, yes, because especially with you pulling the justice card so much and expecting that, it's almost like stop <sighs> waiting for the justice. Like, mm-hmm. stop waiting around for it yeah. and just know it will come, you know, but stop, like, not seeking it out, but with the whole manifestation, it's like you got to put in the action to get that manifestation point. So it's almost like don't wait around. This is your sign to, like, uh, yeah, dive into it. And it might be scary, that shadow, shadowy, you know, dark might be intimidating but it needs to happen and you can't just like wait around and like expect the justice to come for you know that it will and you don't need to worry about that but like let's let's start diving in and getting those answers yourself for yourself instead of just like okay universe I'm waiting for you to send me my yeah I don't know if that makes sense yeah that does make sense I'm also hearing with that six of pentacles, um, and it's like I'm saying this kind of lightly, but like enjoying enjoying the fruits of your labor, but in the sense of like, yes, we're saying all of this. Um, There's a lot of work that you still need to do and that will always need to be done, even as you are getting what you want, because, you know, just because we get what we want doesn't mean we have to stop doing the hard shit. Um, but like having those moments of, you know, taking that balance into consideration of like enjoying the fruits of your labor with the purposes of it, like motivating you to, to, okay, how much, how much farther can I push? Because this was very gratifying. And so if I push this much farther, if I, if I dig into it, um, even more on this end or, or I really kind of, like just kind of picking out the pieces where you're feeling like fulfilled from a certain aspect of the work you're doing or the changes you're making or whatever. Um, and like using that to your advantage to push you into the next thing. Um, I'm like picturing kind of like this, like, like a snowball or just, I also had like an image of like a charm bracelet. Like you just like doing all these different things and like collecting new charms until it just like gets filled up and you get a new bracelet. Like, um, and just like momentum, momentum, Mm -hmm. but also like, um, momentum pit stops. Like, yeah, just having it all, (laughs) having and doing it all. (laughs) It's always going to be an uphill battle. (laughs) (laughs) So I started to just write, start scribbling while Katie was talking. I don't know who this is from, (laughs) but because I'm not dialed in that well right now, but the two things I wrote was the work never stops. Release all expectations. Mm. So that, that expectations is key. It's like you have to, as hard as it is, let it go. Let any thoughts you have of like, well, this should be happening or this should be happening or anything. You have to somehow release that and just do the other thing I'm getting is like little, little steps stacking Mm -hmm. on top of each other. And it's like, forget the end goal, completely forget the end goal. And just continue to stack these little things on top of each other and keep doing the work to get there. 
But in terms of what's going to happen or when it's going to happen, all of that has to to go away. Bing bong. Hey, y'all. It's KBM coming at you from the Beat Lab where I'm editing this masterpiece. And unfortunately, we ran into a little recording issue while recording this. Um, So the rest of this audio on Emily's part is a little crackly, um, but we are working with it. We have about 30 minutes left of this incredible reading, so just bear with us. Again, it's a little crackly, but content is still good nonetheless, so thank you for bearing with us. Love you. Cheers. Sorry. Is it my turn to pull cards? (laughs) It is. Yes. Okay. Okay. I got super spacey while Katie was talking and I had to start writing (laughs) stuff down. Um, Okay. So the fifth card is what action can you take to fill your own cup? So again, I'm using the Guardians of the Night tarot. Um, This is a very, it's an animal tarot. So it's like none of the pictures are traditional at all. And it's all, all based on animals. But excuse me burping um it's very shadowy and I've actually had this deck used in past life readings before so it's like that level of like deep healing (laughs) healing work (laughs) I've been wanting to do a past life reading since Mm. I did my first reading um and she was saying that that is something that could probably be very helpful to me we talked a lot about my Saturn return, which is, hello, hi, right now. So as you're talking, the card that flew out, what action can you take to fill your own cup? The Hermit. Huh. So that is this call. And I am going to read the, I am going to read the guidebook just because the descriptions are very specific to like the, the animals and creatures and stuff pictured. But the traditional Hermit is that, that inward, going inward to kind of it's like an inward journey essentially so I feel like that's just confirmation on kind of what we've been talking about with this shadow work and this need to to release and let go and now that we're talking about the past lives maybe the blockage is because what you're needing to release isn't readily available to you right now with the information that you have there might be something going on subconsciously potentially from a past life that you're not aware of, but is in, like greatly impacting what you're going through right now. So I, it's, I haven't done a full past life regression. I've done a past life reading. It's can be very intense. So I would say, don't do it just because we're telling you to do it. <laughs> but if you've been thinking about it, this might be a good confirmation that that might help you along this journey. Um, so I want to read this, this description for you. Um, I don't know how well you can see, but it is a spider creating its web and there's like a red moon, uh, up in the corner. The hermit. Ah, the hermit. Like my other decks was the first card I created for the guardian of the night. This only makes sense since this is usually the energy swirling around as anxiety and uncertainty come together to brew change. In mid-March of 2020, when Seattle Public Schools announced that schools were going to be closed for an undetermined amount of time and all of the city was virtually in lockdown, the hermit emerged to help me ease into a new normal of staying away from others, of staying in and being alone with my thoughts. 
The image of a spider weaving a web that not only protects but also provides nourishment came right to mind as my daughter and I, like so many others, found ourselves stocking up and essentially nesting. Tapping into the energy of the hermit helped me find the opportunities for wisdom being on lockdown offered. Time spent indoors and not socializing made way for new ideas to flourish and the time to work on them. The hermit asks that you seek solitude. Find that quiet space that welcomes insight from your higher self. The hermit energy is often lost on those who mistake being alone for loneliness or or are uncomfortable sitting with only their inner thoughts. When this card appears, take time and practice the skill of achieving peace while in solitude. Once your mind is in a state of quiet, listen to that faint voice that comes through. Can you hear the guidance? The spider makes for an ideal hermit as it is less social than creature as it is a less than social creature preferring to spend its time in the shadows. Channel this creature, known for its mysterious qualities, when it is time to assess your growth. Are there opportunities to cast a new net or spin a new web to help you gain the desired outcome? Have patience if the results don't happen overnight. (laughs) So that just goes back to what we were talking to. Uh, And pay attention to the vibrations as they will become your guide. So the spider represents patience, creativity, awareness, vibration, and connection. So... I feel like that whole patience (laughs) message is just uh, confirming. Oh, I just looked at the time and it's 444, by the way. Uh, I also just really quick just want to point out the description of that card is very interesting. Just with the time, like literally the The timing anniversary of what we're coming up on. Yeah. Um, So that was all. Yeah. I did want to say I was going to say with that hermit. I was hearing when you're alone by yourself, are you really alone with yourself or are you, um, is your brain occupied elsewhere, distracted, Mm -hmm. all of those things? Because I know you are alone quite a bit by yourself, you know, in your home alone, but are you within yourself? when you are alone it's like that's the reminder to like actually be alone Mm -hmm. quiet quiet the noise of the outside realm like that it's okay to actually like get rid of all the distractions and just be by yourself figuring things out Mm -hmm. yeah you're definitely calling yeah sorry sorry (laughs) (laughs) i I always have like a podcast playing or something or an audiobook or something when I'm home at lo- home alone because I hate the silence and my brain just feels like it's going a million miles an hour and so I always like have to have something on to kind of occupy my mind while I'm doing whatever I'm doing like I can't. I've got some uh, ideas that we can chat about <laughs> after this that might be able to help you (laughs) yeah it's the oh we got a card it's the idea of being physically alone is not not the message that you need it's the Mm -hmm. the inward aloneness Mm -hmm. and that just card description Mm -hmm. said you know the spider likes it likes to spend some of its time in the shadows or most of its time in the shadows so it's exploring that shadow part of yourself in that solitude and that's really when you get to know yourself okay so 
Card number six, how can you pour your cup into others? So the eight of pentacles came out and this eight of pentacles has a very large B on it. And I'm interested to read the description for that one. I was literally thinking of that card. Were you? When I was pulling, yeah. Okay. I may not want to cozy up to a paper wasp's nest, but I can appreciate the workmanship and design that goes into creating one. Can you produce a perfect hexagon from chewed up wood pulp? Me neither. Your situation may require you to give more than you have in the past. Dive in, learn as much as possible, and allow yourself to slip into that ever-productive deep state of creative flow. There is but one caveat, and that is you may find yourself lost in perfecting each detail. You may get so caught up or hung up on one small portion of the project that this rest that the rest of it never sees the light of day. Use this time to gain as much wisdom and insight as possible. If you are feeling stuck, the Eight of Pentacles may indicate you need outside help or a teacher who can show you the route to success. So this is a paper wasp, and it represents skill, education, mastery, construction, community. So what stuck out to me here, the one specific line that really jumped out to me is, um, your situation may require you to may require you to give more than you have in the past. Dive in, learn as much as possible, and allow yourself to slip into the ever productive deep state of creative flow. So, I think this is more of a metaphorical card or description rather than literal. And I think the you may have to give more than you have in the past is just reiterating that call of like needing to go deeper. And then the idea of this paper wasp being like a worker bee is that kind of going back to what we were saying before about the stepping back from the the large picture and doing those small steps to get you where you want to go and really focus on that. And part of that is going to be that shadow work for sure. Yeah, that... That makes sense. Um, something that I was just thinking about too is that I just started working with a new therapist and one of the things that she wants to do literally starting at our appointment tomorrow um, is kind of like going back to my childhood and starting to like dig through things in the beginning and kind of working our way up to the present rather than just what's the issue you have right now and how can we fix it um and so I'm kind of feeling like this is this for me is going to be more than just therapy it's going to be like a very spiritual experience um and like the two are kind of tied together now I'm getting emotional and I was (laughs) thought I was going to make it to the end without crying but shocker I didn't (laughs) um but yeah I I feel like that's kind of where my thoughts are going right now too is is we're going to be diving in deep in a way that I haven't done before and I feel like that's what this is kind of talking about yeah with that context I feel like that tower card makes a lot of sense of like Mm -hmm. knocking it all down and going back like back to the beginning and and identifying like, oh, so <laughs> this just popped into my mind. So when you're building a building, you're doing one block at a time. So your life is made up of all of these blocks that you've stacked on top of each other. And this idea 
of in therapy with a therapist going back to the beginning. It's like you're going to take that sledgehammer to this building that you've built and you're going to go and dig through and find those blocks that are the foundation that are under underground. I think that's going to be a really transformative exercise for you. Yeah, I think so too. I was a little like a little nervous when she was kind of explaining it, but I was like, I just, I had this overwhelming feeling that this is exactly what I need to do, which is why it feels scary because it's what I know I need. So yeah, I I feel like this is all kind of given me a, a, a better perspective for going into it too with it's not just therapy. I'm not just talking about, you know, what's happening right now, but that on a spiritual level, like this really is going to be healing mm-hmm. for me. It's that emotional purge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll, that will happen. And I think the message here is like, you have to lean into it. You have to like take this opportunity, this exercise And, like, I'm just getting this, like, dive in. Like, that dive in. You need to just, like, let go and let yourself dive into this exercise. Like, there just needs to be, like, a complete... What's the word I'm trying to... There's a word, like, on the tip of my tongue. Um, Succumb. No, it wasn't that. It'll come to (laughs) me and I'll let you know. (laughs) I will say, Jay gave me the temperance card for you. When he was, when Katie was talking, he came in and gave that to me. I feel like that was the little, like, nudge. Like, that little, like, have that hope. Like, everything will be fine. Your guides, as you're doing this hard work, will be there for you. (laughs) I think so. Maybe. Surrender. Surrender. He literally was holding the deck and he was like, yes. Surrender. Surrender. You need to Mm -hmm. surrender into this exercise. And... Go okay, Katie. Katie, Katie, what are you? You're you're no, like breaking I've, up the seams. No, I've had my mic off this whole time. I've been saying like, is it surrender? Is it surrender? Oh. And I literally, <laughs> I thought Katie said no, but I think she was saying either no to you or Emily, and I was like. Nobody oh, can hear okay. you. I, li- I literally said, <laughs> "Oh, damn!" And then Katie goes, "It's surrender," and I was like, "As I just said, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> No one could hear you, Katie. We weren't ignoring you. I was burping too much. I had to turn my mic down. Am I'm like, I'm like perspirating. It's yeah. There's, whew, I like gotta take my socks off. My my feet are sweating. Um, are you ready for a message from your guides slash a tangent yes. from me? Yes, <laughs> I can be. She's like, do I have a choice? Okay, so I'm not going to tell you your card yet, which um, I will. I have your last card, a message from your guide. I actually have two. Um, but today, so I know, I know. Well, so that's not the the important stuff. It is, but um, so I'm really glad you're doing this with your therapist. Um, I have been on record as saying on this podcast, like, I am a fan of CBT therapy, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. You know, I don't know if you know what that is, but long and short of it, basically, it's, um, I'm going to butcher this. If anybody has a mental health degree and hears me say this, please know I'm saying this joking, but not really. Um, So it's, it's basically like, I think I'm a piece of shit. 
well, don't think you're a piece of shit. You're not a piece of shit. That's cognitive behavioral therapy. And it, and then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh, right. I'm not a piece of shit. Oh, oh, cool. We're fixed. I'm good. And so it's this, the, the more I've started to like think about it, I'm like, it's a very surface level type of therapy. And it's a therapy that does well with the here and the now. Um, so you didn't get the job that you applied for and you're telling yourself it's because you're bad at doing whatever. Use cognitive behavioral therapy and you can switch that mindset around. That's great. But it does not work for people who have trauma. It does not work for people who have, um, I mean, just anything deep. It, it, it just, it, it's good, but it just needs to go so much farther than that. And, you know, there's this saying that um, we like use, I, I think there's actually a book that's called What Happened to You? And it's this idea of stop asking what's wrong with you. It's what happened to you. Um, and I'm taking couples and family counseling this semester, which I actually have gotten a lot more out of on an individual, uh, like working with individual clients than I have like family. And one of the things that we just had to do was do something called a genogram, which essentially a genogram is like a family tree. But my professor, she says it's alive, whereas a family tree is dead. Um, a genogram, like I had to basically go in and say like, yes, okay, I came from parent A and parent B. Parent A came from parent C and parent D. But like what what about those people? Like, okay, this, this grandparent was first generation immigrant and uh, was estranged from his family. So that is how that affected this parent of mine who then affected me. Like, it's not about like DNA. It's about like DNA, you know? Um, so anyways, just all that to say, like, Yes. <laughs> like th this was, this is going to be very useful for you. And your therapist is very smart for doing this because you, you cannot deal with the, there is no fucking point in dealing with the here and now because until, until you, I mean, you're, nobody is ever going to figure out all their shit. Nobody is ever going to scratch the surface of their present life. <laughs> like you're lucky if you can get to the past life. Like it's just, um, but if but if you recognize that and you recognize that there is so much underneath everything that will then once you start to 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 get to all of that the here and now just gets sorted out in the here and now and then later on it's like you don't you don't figure out the here and now until later when it's the past you know mm -hmm. um so I'm just hearing you talk about all of this. And when you, when you were saying all of the therapy stuff that you're going to be doing with your therapist, I had already pulled your card, um, the message from your guides. And I pulled it while Katie was talking and Katie had said in the, in the eight of Pentacles description, there was something about, um, a teacher, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was interesting because I was, I was listening to the description. I'm shuffling. I hear that. And I immediately kind of was like, oh, well, that's kind of contradictory to what we're telling her because we're telling her to like go within, don't use outside or, you know, mm -hmm. like don't, don't listen to your podcast to distract you, whatever. So I'm, I'm hearing that. And then literally as I'm thinking that the Hierophant jumps mm -hmm. out, the Hierophant is the, the, 
professor of tarot, you know, like mm-hmm. he is like the guy. Um, and so I'm going to get more into that in a second, but then I just, I've continued to shuffle just because, and then, so you start talking Emily about what you're going to be doing in therapy and you say like, it's going to be like this whole new spiritual journey for me and the fool falls out. Mm-hmm. So, um, just like, just lean into this process. I think the Hierophant for you, like the Hierophant always signify, it signifies something centered around education, um, whether it's, you know, spiritual education, you're your own teacher, um, being weary of latching onto others' ideas, um, but just like this spiritual, it's like a very like high level sort of like committed aspect of educating and taking care and and figuring out your spiritual direction I do though just want to read this description I've got like a little um book that just has like literal like little keywords um for cards but then for the major arcana it has a little bit longer descriptions keywords for the hierophant education unity spiritual direction advice commit and learn um and then the little paragraph that I really love um, and just feel like you need to hear the, the Hierophant denotes unity, but he holds many diverse meetings, education, orthodox beliefs, commitment, and public life. Overall, though, when he appears in a reading, you're about to move up a level. You honor your personal growth by being willing to learn and accept new responsibilities. Spiritually, the, the card shows self-connection, wisdom, and divine law. Um, I really love, I love that last sentence, but also, um, you know, when he re- appears in a reading, you're about to move up a level. You honor your personal growth by being willing to learn and accept new responsibility. That sentence for me encompasses this whole reading. Like we were talking about with the six of pentacles, like still enjoying the f- fruits of your labor, not getting carried away with that. Um, but just it's like this, this very like mature, uh, mature celebration of this level up, like, um, a very like aware I'm, I'm like, just, yeah. I'm getting like a constant, (laughs) like learning and learning about yourself. Like, yeah, you're never going to stop like an learning accepti- about yourself. Yes. Yeah. And, this and like is we like were this, saying at the yeah. beginning of this, I was like, I feel like we're going to get mm-hmm. rid of this. And I feel mm-hmm. like the getting rid of this is a lot to do with that acceptance of like, this is the work is never going to fucking stop. Mm-hmm. It's never going to stop. It's always going to be hard. But, um, oh, well, <laughs> doing the work that you're doing in therapy is is that stepping stone like katie Mm -hmm. was like saying there's these stairs like this is the stepping stone to start leveling up like you're gonna start getting those answers that you need and it's gonna be a continuing process of having to do that over and over again and by doing that you're going to allow that tower card that crumble and you're also gonna allow getting like what you're really searching for in life by doing all of these little steps, but it's, it's going to be like a lifelong, like process of finding yourself, discovering things about yourself that you'd never realized and growing from there. Mm -hmm. 
When Katie brought up the teacher, I immediately thought of your therapist. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to yeah. be, like, a traditional... I was yeah. going to say, and the therapist can teach you how to be your own teacher and That's... how to um, know the answers that you're... Like, you know the answers. You yeah. know all of this that we're saying. It's like, that therapist is going to be able to teach you how to recognize and you will be your own hierophant yeah like the way i'm thinking of it is like your therapist is just going to be the facilitator but ultimately you're the hierophant you know like but you just need that other person to like do that break like help you through that breakthrough moment of becoming that and they're just there to facilitate kind of that that whole journey and provide safety provide safety yeah guide me through the process but I'm the one doing the work at the end of the day yes Mm -hmm. yes the hierophant teaching the fool how to be their own hierophant yes Mm. like Mm. yeah yeah Mm. let go let god (laughs) let go let god always comes back to that happy easter I think this is gonna come out. When that. does this come out? Is I think it's around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Easter. <laughs> she, she is risen. <laughs> when, when is Easter? The 9th of April. <laughs> this drops. This is gonna come out like a week before that. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Emily, how are you feeling? Yeah. I'm feeling conflicted. Interesting. <laughs> She's like, tired. we knew there was we knew there was interesting vibes coming in. Um, you know, I've got work to do. I knew that coming into this, but you really just screwed my face. <laughs> I'll say. I'll say. Um Emily, I would love you to come on again asking a very specific question. Because I, <laughs> I know you've got questions. Yeah, it's funny, when I was filling out the form, I was like, do I write fertility on here? And then I was like, how many times can I make these women pull cards from me about this? I feel like I should not. <laughs> Well, I also, this cup, or this cup, this card, <laughs> that's like one of the main points that of was this card me. is that it represents for, fertility. So, yeah. I, yeah. I said it without saying it, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure also listening back, you might pick out mm-hmm. things that stand out to you. And also just knowing you, like, I'm sure you'll look into cards and kind of try to dig a little bit deeper. So it's gonna, it's, it's the process, but yeah, you got work and to do. And I have freaking Miley Cyrus song stuck in my head. So thank you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no, that, that was good though. Like, I think, I don't know, I feel like spirit just gives me a, a good kick in the ass often. And it I I tend to get these readings where it's like, you already know this, but you won't admit it. So I'm gonna tell you so you can stop ignoring it. So 
so I feel like that's kind of in a way what this was too was um just like you can't deny it we're gonna tell you you already know we're gonna tell you so you can just accept mm-hmm. you Spirit quite literally you just got ganged up on yes. yeah 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 you can handle that, it. Though. That is a like good, you, good point. Yeah, yeah. Because like, especially the spirit who is with us would not be here if you couldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't waste mm-hmm. their time. Just mm-hmm. wouldn't. So, and I think that's why this reading. There's been <coughs> such like this interesting energy going on. Yeah, because yeah. like they know that you can handle this and that you will find the way to like dive in and work through it they know that like i literally feel like there is a like a man standing back there in the corner against the wall like smoking a cigarette just like just watching like maybe not a cigarette that's not very healthy but um, (laughs) you know you know what i mean though like the like this shadowy figure just like god do they have it yet okay well it's you can cut this out if you want to, but bing bong and put music on, put, we'll send you some playlists, girl. We got, we got the, the jams for you, but put some music on and like bing bong and just take out your journal and just sit with yourself. Like put the phone like mm. away, but where you can hear it and literally just sit there and vibe and pull some cards. But that has been a good way for me to quiet my mind and like literally let go let go mm-hmm. and allow myself to get these messages and yeah. answers that I'm looking for I think that would be really yeah. helpful for you like very I've helpful really, for writing I've really taken to writing haikus like when I'm when I don't oh know but they're stupid as fuck I've they're, been they're like yeah they're like spider dust on the wall <laughs> like just like whatever I see for, like just just literally to start like getting words out and then like it'll start with something silly as hell and then it's like oh I just wrote a fire poem I- but yeah I just like I- I'll start with like stupid ass haikus but like the structure of a haiku is helpful to like like go in with a goal and then like the deep shit starts pouring like I am not a shadow work person I I don't I think it's fucking stupid I hate it I hate it but it's because Instagram meanwhile I'm over here like you're like my life my soul Instagram Instagram ruined it for me but also like I am very like I was saying earlier um I've been very much going through a like yeah I realized it and I thought about it but like what did I actually do with it like come on like dig a little deeper and and don't you know it it's been not fun at all but I think I think it's starting to work like I got pooped on by a bird today (laughs) (laughs) and uh, that's good luck so I think that that means that all of the sad like I've had some I've had some like ugly cry moments lately and and I it's so cringy and weird but I'm like I got a bird pooped on me today and so things are looking up. <laughs> Katie's like, it's not no, the, un- the ugly crying is not. I love it and cry. weird when you're doing it by yourself. You post it online. Yeah, I okay, love yeah. it. It's cringy. But if you're doing it by yourself, there's nothing better. Nothing better than a good cry. <laughs> we love it. You know what moment. is smiling. 
I don't agree. I don't agree. That's a false statement. <laughs> I feel so much better after crying my eyes out, honestly. <laughs> See, I just prefer to turn on King of the Hill. <laughs> Anyways, how are you feeling, Emily? Less shaky than I was when we started. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was holding this. I know, I'm sitting here Same. and I'm just like rubbing crystals in my hand this whole time. I'm just like, <laughs> like my palms are sweaty. <laughs> There's been episodes where you can literally hear Katie like, literally like the fourth episode. No, the fourth the episode, episode where we're reading it a filth. She's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel I feel called out, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for letting us do that. This yeah. is what. <laughs> Thanks for letting us call you out. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. We're honored to be the ones that call you out. <laughs> well, all right, all righty. Take care of yourself, please. And yeah. We'll send you some playlists. And if you we'll feel send- if you feel so inclined, please keep us updated on your therapy mm-hmm. journey with this. I'm very intrigued. I w- honestly want to bring this up to my therapist and be like, "Can we do this?" <laughs> yeah, I will. I will let you guys know how it goes tomorrow. It's tomorrow morning, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect timing. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Whew. And we're back. We hope you enjoyed that reading with Emily. Yes. <laughs> we'll get good at this one day, guys. Why do we always get why do we always get like this? Any second anytime we have to stop and then start again, we just get awkward all over again. We're like, <laughs> how do we do this? Like, what is happening? Um no, the reading with Emily was was good. We hope you we hope you enjoyed it. It's definitely <laughs> the reading with Emily was. We can cut that out. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. So, if y'all follow us on, <laughs> I'm just gonna yes. get right into it. <laughs> Please do. If y'all follow us on the interwebs of Instagram. You may have seen uh, <laughs> lovely, wise Katie G <laughs> gave us okay. the Bless her heart. Can I explain myself? Bless her heart. I would love for you to explain yourself. <laughs> okay. So we had this, I don't remember who, probably Mary, had this fantastic idea to do a, like, anonymous one-card polls for listeners. So basically the idea is you submit a question to us anonymously. We pull a card for you. That's how you get your your message a few weeks later in the pod. And we're thinking we're thinking of questions like is this neck new love I'm pursuing the right thing yes. for me? Is my career path the right one yes. for me? Okay? These are the questions that we're assuming we're yes. going to be getting. Okay? So one of my <laughs> friends had posted on their stories one of those i think it's called like a not gonna lie link right i don't know what the whatever 
NGL. NGL. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So it's it's where you can submit anonymous questions. So I was like, oh, perfect. This is exactly what we need. <laughs> so I sent it to Mary. <laughs> and I said, Mary, this is how we should get the anonymous questions for the pod segment. So she said, great. Sounds great. She said, I'll post it tomorrow. <laughs> so she posts the link. <laughs> and... This is the I most boomer like- ass shit. Like, <laughs> let me tell you guys, I started getting stuff immediately. And I'm like, oh, Katie was right. Katie was right. People are going to be more intrigued to send us anonymous, you know, on this app, whatever. I open up the first question Do you have trust <laughs> issues? I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. This isn't a question for me. This is for the universe. Does the universe have trust issues? I don't know. And then I get, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> None of your business. What's your fave song? I'm like, okay, okay. Is this a bot? And I tried it myself and I sent in. So I'm like, okay, this is, shh, get, I don't care. Get out, please. You're ruining the jive. <laughs> Lila, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all, my everybody, I love you. My best friend, Bestie Becca, always calls me out. She's like, you literally give off the most big sister energy to your children. <laughs> Get out of my room, guys. Leave me alone. Um, but yeah, so it was an epic yes. fail. We got spammed by bots. <laughs> um, we did have one real submission, though, which... You know, we would like to do that. We would like to pull cards for this person. So, Mary, once she returns, <laughs> will read the the ask for us. Yes. And we're going to yes. pull each okay. pull one card for this anonymous card pull. And if you are the person that submitted this, thank you. Thank you for thank, thank you for you. being a real person. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Netflix and chill. That was Snap, another one. Question mark. <laughs> please give me. Oh, please give me pickup lines that work. <laughs> what? Okay. The real question <laughs> is: Now the time to quit my job. I can't tell if it's my gut saying do it or the Pisces Neptunian energy that has my head in the clouds. Highly relatable. <laughs> Um, right off the bat, I got, I used the uh, Keepers of the Light Oracle deck, and we're going to be getting into some deity talk later, so I thought that this was the perfect time to bring this out. There's a lot of deities and spiritual leaders and ascended masters and that sort of thing. So the card that I got was uh, Lord Shiva, and this is the Transcendence card, Um So right off the bat, the message in the book, I I did want to read in the book, was rise up, honor your inner force, steps are being given, dance with the universe. So right off the bat, I'm getting, 
you've got that life force within you and whatever you're doing right now might not be what your life path wants wants you to do in life um but you're you're there for a reason and whether I'm interested to see what the Katie's have but I'm getting same thing with Emily like these stepping stones that she's doing it's almost like this job right now is a stepping stone is it time to leave yet we don't know maybe maybe because it's giving this isn't your life's purpose sort of thing but um i just wanted to read it said shiva is one of india's trinity of male god figures he is depicted wearing a cobra around his neck representing his capacity to tame fear or the ego surrounded by stars showing his connection to the cosmos and holding a trident acknowledging the three aspects of divine masculine power in india creator preserver and destroyer he is known as the destroyer because of his warrior-like energy and ability to destroy fear right there i'm getting let go of the fear of the unknown and what's to come if you leave this job of yours um he's a facet of the divine father energy and offers paternal protection support and guidance he's also acknowledged as the cosmic dancer because he helps coordinate the interaction between earth and the cosmos he has the capacity to help us move beyond the fear of failure and into clarity and connection um the extended message is that he's here with you right now to awaken your sense of connection to life itself you're moving through a deep transition okay yep there we go and things will be clearer from this point you will know exactly what you need to do and where you need to be this is a powerful time as you will transcend the limitations that others have set for you it's time of innovation ideas stargazing soul traveling and soul revealing shiva the lord of dance is here with his sacred sound of om to lead the way yeah quit your job (laughs) yeah um i'm gonna go along with that but i like what i pulled i got i just did a tarot card i did the or i got the nine of knight of cups so the knight of cups is a very um charming sort of card very dreamy uh these are these are dreamboat romantic uh very heart-centered and so I think with the specificity of the question being asked here about is this that like Neptunian sort of dreamy romantic sort of influence, could that be what it is? I think it's interesting that this is the card that came out because like I think what that card is saying is, yeah, it is this like dreaminess, but, um, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, like with the astrology that's happening right now, like you are going to feel these impulses, but it's important to pay attention to the impulses you are feeling and then check back in with them a few weeks later, um, specifically around the time that this podcast is going to come out with that transit from of uh, Pluto into Aquarius, Aries season. But I think, I think that the, good grief, the charmingness, <laughs> the Knight of Cups is saying like, <laughs> go like indulge Indulge honor that dreaminess Mm -hmm. honor it yes because I think I would I would assume that what is on the other side of quitting this job is perhaps some more creative endeavor so I think let me see I wrote something down um I think allowing yourself to lead don't don't try to be super headstrong about this or head centered about this because because 
making your head make that decision, which you can have the balance of the head and the heart making the decision. But I think that this Knight of Cups is saying, again, like, allow your heart to lead the way, as cheesy as that sounds, because what it is leading you to is going to be a new career path or endeavor or whatever um, that is going to be more aligned with your heart. And this is the time now to get on that horse and like, go forth and do it because you you have made the connection in your head this is something I want maybe I should be wary of it um but it's like yeah I I think that Mm -hmm. I think you're giving being given permission to dream being given permission to be a little risky um flirt with danger sort of you know Mm -hmm. um that's not actually dangerous. What is Kate? I'm so intrigued. So Katie... I'm using the Dreamy Moons Oracle, Cosmic Guidance Oracle, and two cards flew out. And I'm glad I'm going last because they're the most literal cards. First card, change. <laughs> <laughs> New season of life. And I do want to read the description because it talks about fear, which ties back to Mary's card. So it says, a new season of life is here. If you are seeing this card, change is on its way. Something might already be changing in your life or is about to change. Don't fear it and don't resist it, but welcome and embrace it with courage. Nothing is permanent. Everything is bound to change one day. Life is unpredictable and ever-changing. If change is inevitable, why not learn to cooperate with it and deal with it with ease and excitement? Why not learn to flow with every season of life? So the other card, that's an obvious yes it's quite your job but the second card that came out is joy which is your inner child is here to play so this kind of goes back to katie's card in the terms of like let yourself dream and i'm wondering if i don't know if there's another opportunity or an idea a creative project something that you have in mind that would kind of replace the time that you're currently spending you know at your job But this card is really just saying, like, if there's something on your mind that is going to be more joyous to you and could potentially be healing to you in the aspect of, like, inner child work, like, maybe what you're wanting to do is something that you've wanted to do since you were a kid. And this is the message of, like, it's safe to do that, which is very ironic, (laughs) given who this is coming from. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but... Yeah, so, yeah, when I pulled these cards, I was like, oh, shit, these might be for me. So I'm glad I went last because I I don't think they are because given Mary and Katie's cards, it it does all tie together with the message. Mm -hmm. So I think we're safe Mm -hmm. there. These aren't for me. (laughs) This is for our listener. Um, But, yeah, so I'm getting it's safe to change, embrace it, try to let go of the fear surrounded by that and really lean into this other opportunity if it's something joyous and healing for you allow yourself to transcend yes. mm-hmm. and with that shall we bing bong. <laughs> shall we bing bong into our yes. deities <laughs> so yes. in addition to this how long do we think that's gonna last bing bong i don't know the bing bong know. <laughs> i'm scared i'm scared <laughs> katie's like i'm over it <laughs> Bro, I was watching the video of me and Katie just like bing bong from the from yesterday, and Katie G is like, no, I'm cracking up. And then I said it at the end. I said it at the end because I needed to say it at least one time. You're like bing bong. 
Shout out to our friend Rachel. She she had a she put she did a great big bong for us yesterday. It was iconic. <laughs> she really did. She really did. I'm like, do I have that? Are you gonna play it? Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we saved yeah. it, didn't we? We did. Yep. Yeah. God, when is Rachel gonna get a reading? Rachel, 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 if you're you're calling you out, would you better be? I talked to Rachel on Tuesday, and and on Tuesday, our our episode drops on Monday. I talked to Rachel on Tuesday, and she said she hadn't. What a fake ass friend! So honestly, (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Bing bang, bing bang, bing bang, bing bang. I'm gonna throw up. I'm laughing so hard. Oh my god. Oh, Sorry, Katie okay. and Mary. That's Woo! the best bing bong I've heard so far. So, deities, yeah. we thought that we would share kind of our first deity encounter mm-hmm. experience. Yes, because I feel like we've et we've cetera about deities in like what every episode so far. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So we wanted to give yeah. a little, have a little chat, a little casual deity chat. You know, first, I guess what I want to say is before doing that for the first time, I was like highly skeptical (laughs) about deity work. Like I didn't understand Mm -hmm. it. I was like, I don't really, I don't get this. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just never really thought that that would be something that I did um, until one day it just happens to you. (laughs) And then then you're like, oh, (laughs) okay, I get this now. Um, but yeah, I just, I really didn't, it, it took me, it, it was a very hard concept for me to grasp at first. Yeah. So de- if you're thinking about deities and you're like, what is that? You know, if you think of typical religions, mm-hmm. people worship, however you want to put it, a the mm-hmm. God, yeah. God, one God. And when you go back to like, old religions and myths and that sort of thing you think of that's what these deities are and essentially in my head I'm like everything is kind of a myth Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. think about it Mm -hmm. it's all up in the air and what it is is essentially um if you're a Christian Catholic whatever and you believe in God and you communicate with God you're channeling a higher source, higher power. Um, that's what you're doing. And it's the same concept with deities. It's just uh, people, pagan, Wiccan, in this sort of realm, witchcraft, they don't believe in just w- there's one higher source power. They believe that there's lots of energy and you can believe in multiple different higher power sources deity gods goddesses and that's essentially what a mm-hmm. deity is is those different god and goddesses and you'll you'll hear a lot of them like the main ones that people will think of when they think of deities are like um if you go back to mythology and a lot of the times it's greek mm-hmm. mythology um where you think of these deities like persephone and zeus, um, zeus uh yeah all of those you know Everything that's in popular <laughs> culture right now, like, it's all coming uh, into movies and a lot of those, like, um, superhero mm-hmm. type yeah. movies, you're seeing mm-hmm. a lot of these deities coming. And, yeah, so essentially it's just channeling this 
higher power, receiving messages, downloads, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I like um, to think of deities as like ancient spirits. Mm-hmm. And I think like yes, each yes, one yes. kind of has their own like essence, like their own their mm-hmm. own essence, their mm-hmm. own vibe, their own things they like. Specialty. Yeah, their own specialty. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. That's like pro- that's what kind of uh, makes deity work deity work. <laughs> that's what makes deity work like digestible to me, I think. Um cuz I really like I I grew up going to church but my parents just really um it wasn't like heavily it, mm-hmm. it was just kind of like I I went because my parents wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And so in a sense I really appreciate that about my parents, but also like I just didn't learn much, I feel like. Um about like a Christian God. Um, but so I think it just always was very like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I mean, God is yeah. a big thing. That's a yeah. big mm-hmm. thing. And I think, I think a lot of what discouraged, I mean, there's a lot of thing that dis- things that discourage people from religion and God. And I also, this is a whole other topic, but I think sometimes, um, I think something that helped me really find spirituality and like a connection to God slash gods was separating religion Mm -hmm. from God. Mm -hmm. Um, Because religion is, religion is the school that you're doing it through. Like, like I went to school for dance. I love dance. I didn't necessarily like the school I went to, but that doesn't mean that I don't believe in dance. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, um, But so anyways, so I think, you know, I've always really, I think there was like a small portion of my life where I like said I was atheist, but it was just because like the idea of God was too all consuming and I really couldn't grasp the concept of like, how can we have suffering if there's God, which again is a whole other Mm -hmm. conversation. Um, But the more I tapped into like my spirituality, my like real deity, deity work did not come until probably a year or so into me really figuring out what spirituality meant to me. And we'll get into kind of like my specific like story with my deity that I work with the most. But um, again, it was this idea of like, like, why did I want to open myself up to Mm -hmm. deity work? And it was this idea of like, being able I'm I I do well with like a structure or a plan like being given something and and doing deity work really helped me focus on like like the deity that I work with was all about personal transformation mm-hmm. and and a lot of what we talked about with Emily mm-hmm. and um so yeah. yeah yeah I I didn't go out and seek deity work it kind of I think in a lot of cases it it kind of they come to you, which in my opinion is the best way to let it happen. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't, you know, if you're unsure about this or I, I think the best way to go about starting deity work is just to be open and just to be really cognizant yes. of signs that you could be given because that was a large part of my story, which I'll get into. I was just completely oblivious <laughs> to any signs I was being sent by this one particular deity. Um, and she got louder. <laughs> but I think if you're looking to start DD work, I don't know that I would recommend reaching out to to different deities yourself. I would say just remain open and whoever is meant to work with you will step forward. But just try to be really like 
aware of any potential signs that they could be sending you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, like, I feel like when the three of us started to share a specific de- deity and we would talk about it with, um, like, our friend group, I remember it might have even been Emily. I remember somebody asking us because we just started kind of, like, so many, so many kept coming in. And somebody asked us, like, how do y'all keep keep them mm-hmm. all straight? Yeah. Like, how do you work <laughs> yeah. with all of them? And I think Katie Katie said something like, "It's not like we're seeking them mm-hmm. out necessarily. It's just once you start noticing one, you start notice because you are so tapped in. Like when I realized that Artemis was coming to me, I didn't know who mm-hmm. the fuck Artemis was mm-hmm. really. Like I didn't know why I would need to work with Artemis, but I started getting a lot of signs of like magnolias mm-hmm. or like." kept seeing knives all the time or like pulling the chariot card. And so then I'm like, because I had already opened myself up to deity work, I'm thinking, okay, I'm seeing very specific signs right now. I know that this has to be coming Mm -hmm. from somewhere and me being who I am. I'm like, what does it mean when you see the word magnolia Mm -hmm. or magnolias five times in one hour? Um, And so no, like I wasn't calling on Artemis, but I paid attention to this thing that I kept Mm -hmm. seeing. And so you may be somebody that you see 777 every fucking day of your life, but don't pay attention to it. And so, no, you're not going to, you're not going to attribute it to a to Mm -hmm. daily work. Um, Mm -hmm. So it really, it's, it's the part that you decide to play in it in terms of like receiving it. And then, um, and I think, going back to kind of kind of what Mary was saying like with the myth of it all it's like you do again you decide mm-hmm. like i decided that i was going to pay attention like take note of magnolia and mm-hmm. um could i be crazy maybe mm-hmm. but for whatever reason that day i decided that i had seen the word or or phrase magnolia too many times in one day and I needed to figure out Mm -hmm. why and that is what I figured out yeah there's a lot for me there's I once I start seeing signs I'm like mad googling (laughs) like (laughs) like what is going on what does this mean who does this represent like who what represents this that's how it is like I think a lot of mainstream and on TikTok, you'll see the girlies talking about their deities and they're sitting there having dinner with their deities and having these full-blown conversations. And like, y'all, it's it's not always like that. Like, it's not always and that's where not wrong, eating soup. But, and it's not wrong, but like... But for that I think person, people, that's how they express themselves. Yeah. And so that's what works. Like, I but, can't... But what I was saying is that I think there's this like... It's creating an expectation. Influx... There's an influx yeah. of expectations of people thinking, oh, these spiritual people, they're literally seeing and hearing these deities and having full-blown back-and-forth conversations with them, and that's not what I'm getting, so what I'm getting right. isn't real. And it's like, no, it could be, like, literally, it can be something as simple as, like, seeing a bird fly by and mm-hmm. it's blue and you've never seen a blue bird before like it's Mm -hmm. these very specific signs and it doesn't always have to be like clear words Mm -hmm. and conversations that you're receiving Yeah. yeah right and like why why does it mean that specific thing to you if you if you have a reason 
this is how I am about all sorts of spiritual stuff. I'm like, if it makes sense to you and it, and it helps you on your journey, like just let it, let it, like it doesn't have to, it, it, it can sound crazy. It doesn't have to sound real. Like it's just, just, just let it happen. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then when, and then when your friends are in on it too, and you can, mm-hmm. you can say mm. all this weird shit at 30 years old and, and, and feel like you're talking to your friends at a tea party with like, yeah. about the adventures you had with your deity mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. Literally. I actually yeah. just found, I have a note in my phone of when I first connected with Hecate, all the signs she was sending me that I missed. When it, like once I once I finally realized it was her, I like went back and was like, "Oh my god, this was her! This was her! This was her!" So this was on April 29th. So I haven't even been working with deities for a year yet. Wow. Yeah. No. Oh, me, wow. That's around the same time I started okay. working with mine. Yeah. Oh really? It's interesting. Last uh-huh. spring, mine was like mid-May. like a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Ooh. So the first deity that I connected with was Hecate. So when we we spoke about Hecate in our maiden mother crone um, little segment, but she's the goddess of witches. She is the keeper of keys. She moves in and out of the underworld as a like guide of sorts. Um, she you know she she befriended Persephone and helps Persephone on her journey in and out of the underworld in the springtime. Um, she also is like the she I don't know how to say this properly. Um anytime there's a crossroads she not mm-hmm. sees over that is not not the word I want to say. Helps with uncrossing. Yeah. Over- yeah, yeah, she helps yeah. people like if you're feeling like you have two paths and you're not sure which to go like kind of like that fork in the road situation like she is a guide for that um keeper of keys she unlocks a lot of things for people um she's very big about so my experience with Hecate it has been about like karmic healing for me and that's I know that that's just my experience and probably is not everybody's experience with her. But the way that she started to come to me, she was very subtle in the beginning. <laughs> and I completely missed all of the the signs and everything. So I think the first thing that happened was uh, the first time I went to a metaphysical shop in my town. There is a cat that lives there and her name is Hecate. So, obviously, I was just like, oh, that's a cool name for a cat, and, like, what about my day? (laughs) Didn't think about it anymore. Um, I have here, so I just have, like, a list of things written out. So, she, I think the next thing was keys. I was finding, like, lost keys on the ground. Like, I would be, like, in a parking lot and just find, like, a random like key that like fell off of somebody's keychain so i was just like i wasn't even picking them up i just kept seeing them and like walking right over them (laughs) and then i wrote down here the dream gonna be honest have no idea what dream that was (laughs) but i guess i must have had it (laughs) and like i'm like thinking like searching in my rolodex yeah i have no idea so i must have had some sort of dream that 
stuck out to me. Um, and then one of the other things was I was like looking to get a new tattoo at this time. And I'm the kind of person that like, I'll just decide that I want a tattoo and then figure out what I want to get. Like That's just like how I am. <laughs> Rather than like Same. have a tattoo idea and then be like, oh, I'm going to get this. So I was like on Pinterest, like looking at tattoos or whatever. And I didn't know it at the time, but Hecate's picture kept popping up with like the three like her in like the maiden mother crone like depiction of like the three the three goddesses and like the triple moon kept popping up like all of these things that I just had no idea were like her or representing her and then finally what finally did it (laughs) was back last spring on three separate occasions I found four stray dogs in my neighborhood. So the first, (laughs) this was just like a wild week for me. So the first one, I'm like in my house. It's like the morning time drinking my coffee. And I just see a dog like run down the street. So I'm like, okay, so the whole thing, you know, put my shoes on. I'm trying to go get the dog, that whole thing. Finally catch up to the dog. The owner was like running after it too. So in all of these instances, all of the dogs were returned <laughs> to their own, their proper owners. And then another time, I don't remember where I was, but there was two dogs that were loose together. I think actually they had like run into my yard and then run out. So again, chasing the dogs literally spent, me and my husband spent like over an hour that morning trying to chase the dogs. We just like could not catch them. And like the whole neighborhood started to try to catch these dogs ultimately they got back to their owner and then like three or four days after that I was driving to my sister's house who lives in town and there's just this random little dog in the middle of the street just like standing there and I'm like this is insane like what are the chances that now in literally (laughs) one week I have found four stray dogs four lost dogs not strays but they're lost that's too I remember that crazy. So it was crazy. That was I'm like, this is not like this is not normal. I found lost dogs before. It has never happened three days in a row. But you know, three days in one week like that. So at that point, I'm freaked out. I'm like, I don't know what is happening. Like something's happening with these dogs. So I went into our group chat that we had at the time, and I'm like telling this story. And one of the girls actually messaged me privately on the side and was like, Hey, like. I don't know if you've ever worked with Hecate, but, like, one of her correspondence is dogs. Like, maybe this is her trying to reach out to you. So, like, the second I heard that, I got, like, full body chills. (laughs) And it was just, like, yes. (laughs) That is what this is. So, like, I had been ignoring her for so long. And then, finally, she just, like, fine. You're going to find stray dogs this week until you figure it out. (laughs) It was just the most wild thing. And it, like, I... It just took me so long to figure out that it was her. And then literally that night, like minutes after getting that confirmation that it was her, I had like a full download from her. And it was a very strange interaction because up until that point, everything I had heard of deity work was like, you know, you're supposed to worship these gods and, um, you know, you give them offerings and you do you know, rituals and things for them. And it was very much like, um, 
not an equal playing field, which obviously it's not, but it was just a very much of like, I almost had this sense of like, I was going to need to be like fearful of a deity. Like mm-hmm, that's kind mm-hmm, of the energy that, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you, you get mm-hmm. when you're hearing about all these things. And then when I finally connected with her, I was like asking her, like, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> like, what, what do you want me to put on my mm-hmm. altar for you? And she literally was like, nothing. She's like, I know you. Yeah. Like, I meaning, like, I know your soul. Um, and that's a whole other story. Yeah. But, Ugh. yeah. And yeah. Yeah. it was just, like, this very of, like, no, like, we're good. I know who you are. You know who I am, whether you realize it right now or not. Like, <laughs> And we're just going to work together through this. I, so if, I think for her, she kind of has a tendency to come and go for people because she is like that crossroads and that keys and unlocking thing. But just from my particular situation, I think she's more of like a, a lifelong guide for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just a very, very interesting experience. And then months and months later, I was, I don't know why. Oh, because I had, so for anyone who's not familiar, you can spell Hecate two ways. You can spell it H-E-C-A-T-E or H-E-K-A-T-E. So I was like, for whatever reason, down a rabbit hole one time trying to like understand why that is. And I had come across, I probably still have the screenshot in my phone, but I found out that the name Katie is derived from the Greek, derived from Hecate. Shut up. Oh, I, didn't, I definitely put this in the group chat. No. Like, if this was like months and months and months ago, I'll send you the. I definitely saw the screenshot, but I was wow. like, oh shit. Like, that was just confirmation for me of like, this is like a life, like, yeah. Wow. That's it's that's interesting because, like, that's we were talking before this. I was like, mine's boring, but like, mine's kind of the same thing where it's like, yeah, so. I'll get into mine. My my girly is Gaia, and uh, I definitely feel like she's been present in my life for a very long time, but it was almost like that same thing where I had to have these, like, signs come up and me be like, oh, yeah, but there's a song by James Taylor, and it's called Gaia, and that song was the only way that my mom could get me to go to sleep as a baby like that was the only way put me in a car play that song over and over again and I would be content I would be fine um I grew up Catholic and I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast but when I would go to church I would be so nauseous from the incense in the Catholic church which is crazy because I'm I love incense. Like, I have incense going all day long. There's something about being in the church with the incense. It was like my body was already like, this is not it. Like, this is wrong. And um, so my dad would be like, cool, we can get out of here. So my dad would take me out and walk me around behind the church. And there was like just this kind of little creek situation, like nature-y creek trees everywhere and my dad would just take me out while my mom was you know in church with my other siblings and take me out back there and that would be our version of going to church was spending time in nature and Gaia is literally mother earth she is the mother earth like 
life force energy. Um, and so when I became a mom, I remembered I, I had a little baby who was screaming, crying, would never go to sleep. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And my brain was like, oh, yeah, Gaia. Like, I need to get that song going. And literally, like, a, it was literally a spell. It was a sleep spell that would just put my babies to sleep. And I started really just – that was, that was like, my um, – my – not my Bible, but like my worship song was literally that song that I would just play. And it's a super jazz. Yeah. Yeah. It was a super like jazzy saxophony, really like just gorgeous song. Um, and so then when I started getting into spirituality and looking up deities and stuff, and I was like, have I been worshiping this deity my entire life? And I didn't even realize it. And I can't think of who the author is, but there's a book called Signs. And in it, it goes a lot into like talking to, um, Jay, talking to people who have passed, getting signs from, you know, past loved ones. And it it talks about how all you have to do is ask for a specific sign, like literally just ask for a very specific sign. And I remember doing that with something with my papa and like getting that sign. And I was like, oh, let me ask Gaia for this very specific sign. And so when I first had that really true, because I knew like she was always there with me through that song and I could always fall back to that song to like bring me out of a funk. But I wanted that like, I wanted Mm -hmm. that moment of like, give me a sign. Let me know that you're actually, I'm not Mm -hmm. crazy. Um, And so I was in North Carolina and it's funny it, now that I'm thinking about it, it's so full circle because it was on a trip with my parents and with my dad and my dad and my mom are becoming very, you know, in touch and in tune with mm-hmm. spirit and all of that fun jazz. They're really loving that. So it's just funny now looking back that my parents were here on this trip, like in this moment, but we were in North Carolina um, on a family vacation and we kind of we were on a mountain and literally could walk down the mountain. This really is full circle. Wow. And go to this Creek, like this river looking for like rocks and crystals and all that kind of thing. So we walked from our house down this mountain to the river and I was standing just like looking at this view, like beautiful view, um, standing on a rock and my two little ones were holding my hands. And I literally, I had asked before that, shh, Stop whispering back. I'm I'm saying to stop talking. Well, you'll be able to hear my kids. They're like, you're talking about me. Why can't I be here? So I was standing there looking at this river, holding my feral kids. And I had asked beforehand, I wanted to see a monarch butterfly. And I I asked for that very specific because I hadn't seen monarch butterflies in a very long time. And I was like, I'm going to specifically ask for this. So I did. And I kid you not, I'm standing there with my kids. I look up, 
my oldest, who is very intuitive, she comes up to me and grabs my hand. And when she does that, I look up and a monarch butterfly flies past us, goes into the trees, and then it's just gone. And I was like, just standing there like, did that really just happen? Like, did that happen? And I like ran up to my sister and I was like, I just got a, I just got a sign from my God. I got a sign from my goddess. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, I will tell you what I'm talking about. I asked for a sign and I got one. <laughs> and I'm I like, that crazy. Like, but now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even realize like there was the mm-hmm. creek you know, the church that I went to with my dad and we would go and mm-hmm. go by this Creek. And like, now I'm coming back to this. And, um, so yeah, so I got my sign and ever since then she has been a very mm. subtle, but I know that she's there and she will always be my number one because I can always know that I can just fall back on her. And I know mm-hmm. she's there. Like every time I step in the dirt, I'm like, thank mm-hmm. you, Gaia. Like you're right there with me. So yeah, that um and I have other obviously our our common denominator mm-hmm. deity that we share. Um I have other ones that are very prevalent mm-hmm. in my life and more in your face. Um and it's just good to know that there's the ones that always have your back and you don't mm-hmm. need to <laughs> you don't need to do like anything extra to know that they're just always mm-hmm. going to be there. So it's just the universe. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I feel like your first deity always has like a special place in your heart. Mm-hmm. Like there's just something like yeah. special about that yeah. first connection. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mine uh my <laughs> like how do I even start? So my I start I, I won't I'll I won't spoil the surprise yet. Um <laughs> I started Last year, um, I really, it was probably like, I don't know, December, January last year or December, 2021, December, 2022, uh, or whatever. (laughs) Um, but I wanted, I really was hearing about deity work for some reason, Persephone was really sticking out to me. I really wanted to try to, uh, work with Persephone. Um, I couldn't get it to happen. She didn't want to work with me. Um, I also just kind of, again, like I really didn't know how, I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like, as we were saying earlier, that I needed to like have some grand gesture. Um, I also kind of like, I'm not, I don't really see things very well. Like my clairvoyancy is not very strong and I felt like I needed to have something very strong. Um, I just had a really different picture of what I needed. And again, I was really specifically seeking it out and she just it wasn't coming through in any sort of like tangible way for me um and so I kind of just threw it off to the side and it was really interesting um because when I started trying to work with her I remember the week that I really started trying to do it and like saying I'm open to like receiving messages from spirit um just really open myself up to like receiving anything from any spirit Um, trying to put up boundaries but what ended up happening was I'll never forget there was a night where I just like kept seeing this like black shadowy figure and my fucking cats were going nuts and I literally felt like I had opened a portal to hell and 
I was just like, never again. I'm never doing this again. Like I, I tried from, from that point, like I never tried to do deity, deity work again. I did not want to connect with spirit in a way. Like I was very, every time I would like meditate or try to get messages or anything, I was very clear about the way that I wanted to receive things. I did not want to see that black shadowy figure anymore. I was not open to it. I did not want my cats to be going nuts. Like my cats are very, very sensitive to spirit. Um, so anyways, I just kind of let it go. I was like, this is too much for me. I don't feel like doing it. Um, we have referenced this spiritual community that we were a part of um, in our first episode. And certainly we did gain some cool things from that. One of them being we would have, you know, some monthly uh, meetings and we had a week or, or a session one month that was about deity, deity work and just kind of connecting how to call to them, blah, blah, blah. So I did not really have any in mind. I did still want to try with Persephone. Um, I, ha I have a Kuan Yin Oracle deck. I've used it on this card. I would say that the most, the best I had done at that point was like connecting to Kuan Yin, just like through that Oracle deck specifically. And so I was thinking like, it's so I'm saying this and like feeling that like pit in my throat. Um, I, and I'm getting hot, uh, hot, not cold. So I'm thinking like, okay, no, oh my gosh, wait, that's yeah. interesting. Okay. Yes. Katie, remind me to remind me to point that okay. out actually. Um, that's really interesting. So I just said, I am open. And I had also, I knew that Hades existed. Um, I know there's a lot of like misconception around Hades because we think of Hades. Some people think of Hades in like this negative light. He stole Persephone to the underworld. Um, you know, a lot more digging into that. We see that that wasn't so much the case. People believe different things. I, I particularly believe that Hades and Persephone have a very lovely relationship. Um, I do too. <laughs> Did you say Hades before this? I don't even remember not you. Uh, not yet. I just. I think oh. I just started to say like oh. yeah. So, um, so I basically I had I remember saying like when we did that little class because we did some sort of meditation and I remember saying like Hades, I'm even open to you coming through, but it was like so not serious at yeah. all. Like I just like I love men. Don't get me wrong. I just like I'm not. <laughs> I just had no desire for any like masculine energy in that sense. And I didn't really know like why, like I just had no desire mm -hmm. to work with him. So basically the floodgate started to open. I did not see, I did not see my black shadowy figure, but I started to see a lot of things outside. I was seeing crows, 777 over and over and over again, just like, I'm trying to think of like what, some of the things were but there were some things that were just so fucking on the nose like he so so long long and short of this is i work with hades um but he's he can be such an asshole to me sometimes like he's so like um uh, like hiding in plain hmm. sight kind of shit and so the moment for me where i realized like oh because there were things that were had happened where i was like is that Hades? And then I'd be like, no, I didn't want to work with Hades. Like, mm -hmm. it's not that I was like, I like adamantly didn't want to work with him. It just that he wasn't, he wasn't on my top eight, you know, like he just my wasn't. Like, <laughs> okay. My face. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so like, I, he knows now. <laughs> so hot. Um, but so I'm walking in the park one day and I look down and there is a playing card underneath of my feet 
which I'm literally in the grass. It's the queen of hearts. And I just like look down and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like here he is. So I go home and it's, it's daylight. Cause I was still very intimidated. And, um, the story that happens next, maybe we can get into one day. Um, but I connected with him. I just finally let go and let Hades. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a very intimate experience. It was just, and, and so when Katie said, so, so I said like, I'm getting hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Katie was like, you're not cold. And I remember the very first time I tried to tell a friend that I was working with Hades, um, I started to tell the story and I got hit with coldness and I started working with him like mid-May. And so it was summertime. It was hot when I was like really diving into working with him and I could feel when he was not happy with me and it was a wave of coldness. Um, and when he is like, I always, I feel really like I get a very warm hug from behind from him, not in a weird way. Like, um, he just like, he is, he is the dad that I was not provided, um, in my own life. Like I, like I could, I cry about Hades when I work with him and like get the things out of him that that he will give to me because he like, I literally like when I talk about him, sometimes I sound like an old lady in church talking about Jesus (laughs) and how Jesus saves. Mm -hmm. Like he is so fucking special to me. And like, (laughs) he just, I had, I had a moment where I was writing in my journal a few weeks ago and um, we have referenced several times on this podcast, kind of this weird, like, limbo that I am in relationship wise, which is really translating into just so much more of my life. But um, I had this moment where I was kind of channeling him in my journal. And he just said, like, I'm not going to let you are not going to let this happen to you again. He's very much like where I am with him now. He's pretty hands off, but he's very like, I'm going to, I'm going to show you, you need to do this, but I'm not going to show you how to do it. Um, so if, if you, if for clarification on like why you would work with Hades and again, I was not planning on it, but he, um, Hades teaches us like how to accept death. He's the keeper of souls. And, and there's like this myth that he punishes souls who try to escape the underworld. And the way that I look at that is more that he's keeping your past self safe. He's keeping all of those like past part of you safe. He is, he is protecting them now. They are in his world. Now you have shed them and he is protecting them so that you can move forward and be this new self. And he's going to help you and guide you through that. And, um, Hades is another one that if you kind of look into how to work with him, you get all these things like you have to offer him this and you have to work with him this many times and you have to do this for him, like blah, blah, blah. And like he has laughed in my fucking face before and been like, bitch, I do not like I do not want you to fucking bake me brownies. I don't want you to bake me brownies. I want you to quit your job and do what you like to do with your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's very um, like empowering. He wants to like yeah. empower you. And I get yeah. like sometimes he can be very like you go girl to me. Like he kind of gives off like like gay zaddy energy, but he also <laughs> gives off like 
Hades he's like, is... yeah, it's he's like that gay BFF. Yeah. So anyway, so he 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 really also like has done wonders for me in the realm of like just confidence in who I am, like embracing like a more like feral side of myself. And like, um, he just, I mean, and I did like, I, I had no plans to quit my job. I really kind of like scoffed at the whole, like quit your day job thing because I was like, I get it. That's cool. Like if you have a boyfriend at home who can support you and like, if it doesn't work out that you quit your day job and like pursued your wildest fantasies, like that's awesome. But I, I, I live on my own. I support myself. Like I'm in school. I was not in a position where I could literally just quit my nine to five with health insurance and teach dance full time and just find odd jobs and damn if I didn't do it he was like no you don't have a supportive boyfriend at home but you got me bitch and I'm telling you that you can do this are you gonna do it or not because I am providing you this safety net like not even a safe it's just like and it's like it's it's like a strength like that he he provides like an inner strength Like, you quit your job, you don't have the support, but you support yourself and you figure it out. Right. And and he, like, everything that I feel like I have done, and again, even even if this is all fucking fake, who cares? (laughs) Because, like, I am so happy and I have, like made jumps for myself I have cut relationships that I never would have like Mm -hmm. I just the these boundaries that I have set up for myself the things that I do not accept from myself anymore like boundaries I don't even want to say I owe it all owe it all to him yeah like even like as I want to say out loud Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah like as I want to say out loud like I owe it all to him he's like no you don't stop saying that you know, yeah. mm-hmm. like I was just here. I was witnessing. Um, he just really like, oh, I just like, I just love him so yeah. much. Like I really, I know he doesn't want anything from me other than just like me to be me. But like, yeah, I love him so much. And I'm so thankful for like, again, like I just, I feel so blessed because like, again, I didn't necessarily ask for mm-hmm. him, but I opened myself up to it. And he told me that like, it was safe to let him in. And, and I just like, I don't know that I've ever been able to give trust to something the way that I have with him in turn, giving it to myself. And that, that there's just... Um, this isn't like a Hades plug, but (laughs) (laughs) if you are, if you are feeling called, if you ever see a playing card beneath your feet while you're walking in the park, it might be him. (laughs) He's very, my experience with him is newer, but he's come to me during a point in my life where boundaries have been huge and just kind of the whole power, finding inner strength, all of that. Um, he also, like, he, he, for me personally, he has that, like, he just wants, he wants to push you to be your best version of yourself. Like, self-development, self-growth, that's how he's here, like, to support you. Like, he's there to push you. And I think also... Like, he's definitely, it's not like a... Yeah. I don't know. It's like that tough love energy a lot of the times for me. Of, like, no, I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear. And he embraces, like... He embraces like the in, like the individual ways that that works for every yes. person. Like we know people, like we we have seen other people who work with Hades 
very differently than how we mm-hmm. work with him. But also, like, we can see from certain mm-hmm. people. Like, you mm-hmm. can yes. – we have been able to see, like, they are definitely working with Hades. We know. Oh, like, yeah. we just know. Yep. We know. Mm-hmm. Or people or people that, like, we know that have worked with him that, like, sometimes we're kind of, like, questioning how they do things. We're still, like, no, but, like, that is his energy. And, like, it's, like – um again like he's told me like I don't want you to fucking bake me brownies or like don't don't buy like he's he has told me so many times like stop buying shit for this like you don't need another book you don't need another Mm -hmm. deck or whatever whereas like for some people he is saying like invest Mm -hmm. in this or what like it's just Mm -hmm. um he Mm -hmm. really embraces your individuality and like what works Mm -hmm. for you and what you need to give yourself and it's just um it's a very personalized prescription that yeah (laughs) yeah and that is like that is god's love like that is agape like that is what that that is what you seek and i think you can have that sort of connection with any with any deity but i think that is what is so valuable about deity work is like what it all boils down to is that is like that divine love that like i mean see how impassioned I am about this and like this is like Mm -hmm. a passion about like myself and the growth I have made and like you hear the word Hades or you or you hear like I connected with a with a mythical god today like you know your your pearl clutching grandmother it's like oh yikes but also like my pearl clutching grandmother was telling me a couple weeks ago how like well I'm doing and like that's the reason Mm -hmm. you know so. Thank you, God. <laughs> yes, thank you, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We love we Hades do. over here. We're a, this is a Hades stan mm-hmm. podcast. This is this is a this is um so this podcast is supported <laughs> by Hades. Um, <laughs> he yeah. sponsors this podcast. He is our with anger. love and light <laughs> and um <laughs> subliminal yeah. messages. <laughs> Yeah. That's our stories. So. All right, y'all. Yeah. I gotta I gotta bounce out of here. My kids are going too. feral. Um, I gotta feed some dogs. Okay. Cheers. 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 What happened? Do you hear that? No. Oh no, I hear us. What? What? It's playing. <laughs> Maybe for you. Wait, what? <laughs> I was listening to myself. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Three of Cups. We hope you enjoyed and feel full enough to pour your cup into others. If you would like to be featured on an episode of Three of Cups, you can apply for a free personal reading via the link in our description. To keep up with new episodes and information, you can find us on social media at Three of Cups Pod. See you next Monday.